a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Lou. Thank you so much for listening, and glad to have you tuning into this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about essentially just all the Star Wars projects that are coming out in the next year. We're getting a ton of content, and I just want to break down all these projects and let you know what to expect from each of them. So without further ado, let's dive into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. Okay, so the first project that I'm going to be talking about is Andor, because that's coming out in just a few weeks on September 21st. There's going to be a three-episode premiere, and it's going to be set between episodes three and four, so Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. And the story is going to be following Cassian during the early days of the Rebellion and the early days of the Empire. And some of the stuff that I'm really excited for is to learn more about the Imperial Senate, because we really only get to hear about it a little bit. At the beginning of A New Hope, whenever we essentially hear that it's been disbanded uh, due to the creation of the Death Star. Um, So to see kind of how that functions within the Empire itself will be very interesting. Uh, Clone Troopers, we're seeing a lot of those shown in some of the promotional material. So either we're going to be getting some flashbacks to the Clone Wars days, uh, because we know that Andor's parents were uh, Separatist sympathizers and Andor had a great distaste for the Republic and for clone troopers, or uh, another possibility is that this is set early enough in the Empire to where they're still using clones in some parts of the galaxy. So we'll see which which scenario it is, but either way, I'm super excited for it. Um, And that being said, I think that the early Empire is a really interesting uh, time period. I would really like to learn more about the Imperials and all that stuff. I don't feel like I have a great appreciation for it yet. I think that I'm relying on this show and shows like The Bad Batch to kind of foster that because I love the prequels and I love the Clone Wars, so I kind of need these these gap filler movies or gap filler shows to kind of bolster that appreciation for these time periods. Um, and lastly, I'm really looking forward to a bigger scale. They're not using the volume for this show. Um they're using actual physical sets. And for those of you who don't know, the volume is essentially a digitally rendered environment rather than a green screen that uh, they've used for shows like The Mandalorian and for Obi-Wan Kenobi and Book of Boba Fett. So uh, it's, it's really interesting because it's a new kind of technology that allows actors to um, interact with their environment while still staying on a soundstage. But it's also very limited because it sort of limits the scale of a given scene shot on that volume. So they didn't use that at all for Andor, which is very, very interesting because this is the first Star Wars show to not use it. Um, It's already been greenlit for a season two, uh, which is very promising. This sort of happened to The Mandalorian as well, where it was very early on greenlit for season two before much of the show was even out. In this case, none of Andor has been out. So obviously there's promise. I hope that they capitalize on that. Um, and that being said, if you want to learn more about Andor, um, go back and listen to episode 106 for a character profile. I'm going to put out another episode about what to expect from it, uh, the week, the Monday before the three episode premiere. So just keep that in mind. Um, 
But yeah, that's about all that I have to say about Andor. Next up, we have The Bad Batch Season 2, which is still scheduled to release one week after the premiere of Andor, which is on September 28th. This is also set between Episodes 3 and 4. They're set in very similar time periods. And this is just going to be following The Bad Batch after the events of Season 1. Now, if you haven't watched Season 1, essentially just a very non-spoilery synopsis is that The Bad Batch are essentially... Now, mercenaries who used to be soldiers in the Republic, they are altered clones, uh, which Order 66 did not affect them. Now, that might be a mild spoiler to some of you, but that's a pretty early plot point in the show, so I feel pretty justified in saying it. Um, But essentially, uh, there's a lot that I'm very excited for in this this show. One in particular is Commander Cody, Imperial Commander Cody, seeing him work with Crosshair potentially interact with Rex. We know that he has a rapport with the rest of the Bad Batch too. Um, so to kind of see how that happens, will he get his chip removed? I don't know. Uh, Gunji, the Wookiee Padawan or Wookiee Youngling from that Youngling arc in the Clone Wars where they find their kyber crystals, he's in the promotional material, which is super exciting. He survived Order 66. There are some scenes that are going to happen on Kashyyyk so uh, to see that, which will be very interesting, there was, there, was bad, there was a Bad Batch arc that was in some of the unreleased seasons of the Clone Wars that was supposed to take place on Kashyyyk, so I'm sure they're going to be uh, taking some inspiration from that. Super excited, and uh, I can't wait to see what they do with Gunji. And uh, I hope we see a clone revolution, which is a thing in the old EU where essentially after Order 66 has worn off, all the clones sort of rise up. Uh, and take back their humanity by standing up against the Empire. And it's essentially a giant massacre, and that's kind of why the Empire phased out clones as quickly as they did, was because um, there there were barely any left by the, by the end of that revolution. Uh, we're going to get to see more clone commandos, which I think is going to be really interesting to see them matched up against the Bad Batch. And I'm hoping that we see more of Delta Squad, because uh, we saw Scorch in this past season, so hopefully we get to see... Uh, boss and Sev and Fixer, assuming Sev is still alive. Um, but uh, but that'll be super interesting, and I'll talk more about about all this stuff uh, once again. It, it'll be back-to-back weeks of what to expect from X show um, because uh, because they're, they're coming out back-to-back. So I'll have more to talk about in that episode uh, right before The Bad Batch comes out. Um, and uh, lastly, I'm excited to see what's up with Crosshair, but once again, talk about more talk more about that later. Tales of the Jedi. This is something that's very interesting to me and something that I'm looking forward to a lot. It's coming out fall 2022. We don't know when specifically, but it's going to be six episodes of shorts with two episode, two three episode arcs, one following Dooku and one following Ahsoka in the Clone Wars animation style. And what it's meant to do is essentially show different paths for those who have left the Jedi Order. Um, and... It's going to focus more on visual storytelling with minimal dialogue. Like I said, we're going to get Dooku and Ahsoka, but we're also going to get characters like Anakin, which I'm pretty sure Matt Lanter is coming back to voice. Uh, Mace Windu is going to be in it. Liam Neeson's coming back to voice Qui-Gon Jinn, a uh, young Qui-Gon Jinn. So it's all very exciting. I'm super pumped for it. Um, it's contentious at the moment because there are rumors of it retconning parts of Dooku Jedi Lost, which is an audiobook. And uh, the Ahsoka novel from back in the day, I don't know. I, I'm i personally kind of okay with these little retcons. I know that some people find it frustrating, 
But I think in the service of creating a compelling story, for the most part, those changes are justified. First of all, the Ahsoka novel has already been retconned a ton by the Siege of Mandalore arc. So, I don't really know. I, I'm i not too mad about that one. Dooku Jedi Lost, on the other hand, I do really, really love. I think it'll depend on what the changes are. Um, but we'll see. I don't want to... I don't want to judge a book before I see the cover or before I read it. I don't know. It's We'll see. I could have more issues when it comes out. Y'all will know if I do. Um, all I got to say is I hope they do more Jedi moving forward. I hope it's a success and they just kind of keep rolling out these little three-episode arcs uh, for different Jedi like Plo Koon, Kipisto, Kiedimundi. The more like background Jedi that we don't get to see too much of in the Clone Wars. I think that would be sick. Um, next up, we have Jedi Survivor. It's coming out in 2023. It's a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, and it's going to be following Cal Kestis during the Imperial Era, and the Grand Inquisitor is going to be involved. I don't know too much about this because I haven't played Fallen Order. I mean, I intend to at some point. I am not a gamer, so I have trouble sitting down and committing myself to playing and finishing a video game. But I've heard amazing things. I'm excited to see where the story goes because I know the basic beats of Fallen Order. Um... But yeah, I knew that some people care about that quite a bit, so I wanted to at least mention it. Uh, Mando Season 3, February 2023, set after the Book of Boba Fett's and still between Episodes 6 and 7. And it's following the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, on his quest to Mandalore, as was given to him in the Book of Boba Fett. And he's allegedly going to be put at odds with Bo-Katan over the Darksaber. If I had to guess, it will focus on the concept of unifying the scattered Mandalorians. I know that there's like um, leaked trailers and trailer footage from this. I haven't watched any of it. I don't really want to. I'm still a little upset about the way that they handled the Book of Boba Fett and how Mando's storyline has already been wrapped up with Grogu and all that. That still rubs me the wrong way a little bit, but say la vie. I'm, I'm excited for it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, but that being said, still very excited for it. February 2023. And, uh, yeah, these next three, we know next to nothing about. So I'm going to roll through them really quickly. We got visions volume two coming spring, 2023. It's another installment of the non-canon anime stories. Uh, I think if you go back to episode 44 of this podcast, that's an ability to speak where I talked with John Grimes and Hamza al-Asadi about the first installment of visions. I really liked most of it. I'd say about half of it. I find really, really good. And then the rest of it ranges from, it was all right to not very good. I think that it has a lot of potential. I love that they're non-canon stories. I think that that gives a lot of freedom to the storytellers to kind of run with the story and do what they want. Um, so yeah, pumped for that. You'll definitely be hearing a review uh, whenever that comes out. Uh, Young Jedi Adventures. This is one that I probably won't watch. Uh, it's coming spring 2023 as well, and it's a Disney Junior series set in the High Republic era. So it's geared towards very small children. I don't feel super compelled to watch it because I don't feel like my audience as a whole is going to be super interested in that. My demo is mainly people from the ages of 18 to 34. If you got kids, then maybe you'd like to hear me talk about it. So that that's one thing. If, if you'd like me to cover it, then, then let me know in the comments or DM me or something like that. But if not, I'm figuring not. I'm If I don't hear anything, then I'm not going to cover it. Um, but 
that's another thing that's coming out in the spring of next year. We also have Skeleton Crew coming out sometime in 2023. And it's going to star Jude Law as well as a group of kids. But it's not, quote unquote, a show for kids. So it's not like a Disney Junior show. So it sounds like it's going to be more, not necessarily in the content, but like Stranger Things type vibes where it's like more of an adult show following kids, um, or at least more of a mature show following kids. It's going to be set between episodes six and seven, kind of in that Mandalorian time frame. I'm super compelled by it. I don't really know what it's going to be about. It's been left very ambiguous, but I'm pumped. Jude Law is a great actor, so... uh, Hopefully, it lands on its feet. I think that these newer, fresher stories um, have been where Star Wars has really shined, uh, under Disney at least, with stuff like Rogue One or The Mandalorian, um, where they're not handling super established characters. Um, that's why I'm really excited about Andor as well. So, um, so I think that it has a lot of potential. And then lastly, of the ones that I'm actually going to like really go into detail of, we have Ahsoka which is coming out sometime in 2023, also set between episodes 6 and 7. Rosario Dawson is coming back as Ahsoka. We're going to get live-action Hera, Sabine, and Chopper. For those of you who've watched Rebels, for those of you who haven't, that probably means nothing to you, but you should go watch it. Go back and listen to my roadmap through Rebels with Caleb Oliphant. That's one of my ability to speak, so you'll be able to find it. Um, But uh, presumably it's going to follow them looking for Thrawn and Ezra, and uh, the promotional imagery kind of looks like the world between worlds, so maybe that'll tie in. Once again, if you haven't watched Rebels, then none of this means anything to you, but I would highly recommend you watch it because um, it has some of my favorite stories. Also, Hayden Christensen is allegedly coming back as Anakin, either as a Force ghost or a flashback. We'll see. Um, but either way, super pumped. Love to have Hayden back in the franchise. Um, that's about all that I have for shows that we have like solid information on. Uh, but I have a couple upcoming or rumored shows that we don't know much about. So The Acolyte is going to be set during the higher public era following a dark side user of that time period. That's about all that we know. I think that they're starting production early next year, which means that it'll probably come out early 2024. Um, but a lot has stayed very unclear about that show. We also have Lando. No, absolutely nothing about that. I think that it's going to be following Donald Glover's Lando. So a younger Lando, not a Billy D. Williams Lando, which is kind of um, disappointing to me. I, I would like to have Billy D. Williams back. But uh, Kathleen Kennedy has said that they're not moving forward with it because Donald Glover's been busy. I don't know. It's 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 a whole thing. Uh, we got Taika Waititi's movie. Taika Waititi is the director for Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. Um, and he also directed an episode of The Mandalorian, voiced IG-11. He's got a Star Wars movie coming out. Uh, he says that he hasn't really done much with it because he's been focusing on Thor, and he doesn't know if it's going to happen. He made the comments about not remembering that Natalie Portman was in the prequels and stuff. It's a whole thing. People got really worked up about it. I am not going to condemn him for that. I think that that was probably just a brain fart, but, um... But say, Levy, I'm not going to dwell on that. That's another movie that's coming out. Probably, if I had to guess, it would probably be intended to come out late next year. But if they haven't started production, I can't imagine that that's going to happen. It's probably going to be a 2024 release. Um, we also have the Book of Boba Fett season two, which has been like has had a soft leak from uh, like uh, some Mexican slate 
for upcoming shows for Disney Plus. No official announcement, but that that's something that's exciting. I think that that show needs some redemption. And finally, Kenobi season two. I don't think that that should happen, but there are whispers that there will be a season two, even though it was intended to be a limited series. But you know, once again, I'm not going to judge a book before I read it or even see the cover. So, um, you know, who knows? I could be completely wrong and not know what I'm talking about, but I don't feel like uh, Kenobi needs a second season. That being said, that's all that I have. But this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. So Rosario Dawson, who's playing Ahsoka in live action, watched a lot of the Clone Wars and Rebels to help gain inspiration for Ahsoka. And she would often come to their choreographer with like a clip from either of those shows and be like, hey, can we do this? And their choreographer would be like, no, that's a cartoon, but we can do this. And then show them something else that's pretty cool. So I find that really uh, charming and really uh Really comforting to know that Rosario is taking this character seriously because she's a very beloved character. I know Hayden Christensen did something very similar where he watched the Clone Wars and Rebels uh, in order to prepare for his role in Kenobi. So that's really awesome. I love when actors really take the time to do the work to understand the characters that they're playing. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, but that being said... Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We do a lot of fun extra content on there as well as YouTube. So Instagram, we are at Twin Sun Talks. YouTube, we're Twin Sun Talks Podcast. Uh, we do just little short clips, lightsaber fights, uh, um, obscure Star Wars facts versus videos, but also just like little funny, uh, funny clips. So make sure you check those out. That would mean a lot. And also uh, make sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts, either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platforms by searching Twin Sun Talks and pressing follow. Uh, that would mean a lot too. Share us with your friends. We're trying to grow and reach a wider audience. If you know anyone who's trying to get into Star Wars, please send them my way. With that being said, that's all that I have. And you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye, friends.